0: what's up what's up y'all this is dave and this is devren and you're listening to the dave and dev podcast dave and dev Gotta keep it real like Dave and Dev On my job like Dave and Dev Tell no lie like Dave and Dev Some days I wanna stay in bed But I get ready for the day ahead I wanna complain but I pray instead Then I'm on my way to that Dave and Dev And it go like I don't need a crew Don't play by he say she say rules Complain, no we can't do I'd rather have faith while G-O-D make moves No so please stay cool all, all I do is speak the truth on things I see they do I'ma send myself No lie, I need grace too We live like EKU Yeah Devin, yo, what's going on, Dave? Man, I am—I'm so happy to be here right now. Can, can you tell the people what's going on in this very moment? It's a—it's a rare
1: time. I think we recorded three episodes. This is a third episode, maybe ever, maybe third or fourth that we've ever done in person,
0: in person together, live in the booth, in the booth, in my son's bedroom, fam. Don't so you don't get more gangsta than this. That's right. You really right. out here. Out here, out here. Well, before we get into, we wanted to tell uh, everybody a little bit about like the the next couple of weeks and apologize for the fact that we ain't recorded for the last month because it's been a little busy. But uh, what what's the plan, Devin? What's going on?
1: Yeah, so you know I know y'all miss us. You know we ain't been around for about a month. You're trying to wonder what's Dave and Devin? <laughs> what y'all thinking? What what are y'all what what's going on in the moments right now? There's a lot of stuff going on in sports. And listen. We had to take a little break. Life gets life gets busy. Yep. All right. So we took about a month off. We'll be back. Um, so what we're gonna do is we're back now. Record maybe two or three more episodes for you all, and then we're gonna take a break until January. So you don't have to wonder where we go. We're not ghosting y'all. Yeah, we're not go The show's not over. We're just gonna take about a two month break so we can spend time with our family, enjoy the holiday season. But once the new year kicks off, twenty twenty one we back with all the hot takes, cold takes, whatever kind of takes you want. <laughs> we got it. But just bear with us. You know, for these next couple episodes, we're going to give you the absolute most heat that we can give you. Facts. And then two months, you're going to have to figure out life by yourself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> big facts. Also, side note, Elena, my daughter, four-year-old, thought that my middle name was Facts. Dave, so- big facts, Carol. Big facts. All right. So, everybody, not only are we together in the cut, in the cut, we got a special guest today. uh, One of my guys, one of my best friends, Mr. John Kosak. Is in the building in the cut with us. Brr, 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 brr,
1: brr. Look, look, at that.
0: look, look we, we, this is so special. We got everybody. We got, we got sound effects up in here, too, our own.
1: Look, we, 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 look, we got a little bit of money, but we ain't got that much money. We, <laughs> we can buy a sound effects, So we're going to make our own sound effects.
0: <laughs> oh, man. John, well, welcome to the podcast. I know you've listened before. Uh, you know, we've obviously. Spent time together, the three of us, uh, and and you and I individually. Uh, But we're super excited to have you on, man. Tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what's All
2: Hi, man. I mean, I'm super excited to be here, Um, just to be here with you guys. I said I've I've listened a few times, and it's always fun to hear your guys' take on things. And we obviously have our own episodes when we just sit and talk with each other. Anyway, it's just not recorded. True. Um, About me, man. I'm I'm just I'm a kid from Chicago that got moved to Kentucky. Um, my neighborhood was bad, so we moved down here, and I've just been living my best life ever since. I'm a youth pastor, a husband, a father, a jokester, uh, you Big name jokester. it. I, I pretty much do it, man, and just living life, loving ministry, loving being a dad. It's the most fun I've ever had. Um, excited to get on here with you guys and, and start talking about some stuff and, and add my little heat to the mix. I'm, yeah. I'm sure some some hot takes in here. I'm a I'm a tatted, long-haired Youth pastor, so you know, it's, <laughs> I'm controversial anyway. You know, I walk into the building, everybody knows the worship leader, of the youth pastor. So, he, he, looks,
1: he looks like another member of Hillsong. So,
0: hey, <laughs> come on now. So so they, if they, Hillsong had a hip hop group, yeah, he so would be the lead. He's, <laughs> he, he's
1: Hillsong hip hop. If George Kittle
0: was the
2: youth pastor, yes,
0: that's so what yeah. I look like. Right yeah, now. he does look a lot like George <laughs> Kittle. If you haven't, if you don't know what George Kittle looks like, Google him and you'll get a really good idea about John. So, let's. Listen, y'all, I, we have not recorded a podcast since two weeks ago oh, when my guy, Mr. LeBron James, the GOAT, hashtag washed king, wins his fourth title as a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. So let's talk about it, man. I mean... See, they they feeling real, real fresh right now. I'm feeling
1: froggy fresh right like, now because he, he invited everybody up here, you know, have us in his house, treat us.
0: Hey, I've been treating y'all well.
1: Hospitality. Pretty sure I this think. is a trap. It's a setup. <laughs> yeah, a setup. that's what it is. And so it's a trap. He wants to. He wants us to talk about LeBron James. Yeah. All right. So he's.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna stop talking about let y'all. This is y'all, man. I, I'm moderating this conversation. Yeah, we, we know what he feels about it. Yeah, y'all already know how I feel. <laughs> So
1: I mean, let me ask you. I'm gonna ask you this question. Oh, so first off, congrats to the Lakers. Congrats to congrats to LeBron and LeBron and Jr. and the boys. Yeah. Right? Any you know, God. It's the, you know. Hey, listen. It's the it's the best hey. championship money can buy. So <laughs> it, was, it was great. You all you all did it. You all did it well. I'm happy for you, man. Um, way to represent Northeast Ohio, LeBron. Really appreciate you, man. Nothing says Northeast. Nothing said Northeast Ohio but, by, by you know. But shipping out. You, Shipping out our goods to other places for them to do the work. So, you, you do you do a really good job for us, man. Represent us well, man. Uh, Dave, you you called him the
0: goat. Like you still think he's the goat? Listen, I, I've been on the record saying that he's the goat, and I told y'all back in the summer that after watching, uh, after watching The Last Dance, I was reevaluating, and I'm like, okay. Like I still think MJ's like the GOAT, but like Mm -hmm. when I watch LeBron, bro, year seventeen. See, this is recency bias. This is a little (laughs) recency bias. I'm with. But here's the thing. Like you
1: think, like year seventeen, the man, he's thirty five. Like it's it's not like a normal. He started when he
0: was eighteen. It's not a normal seven. It's not like he's. It's not he's forty years old. Okay, but he's close. Bro, 17 years. Think about all the summers he played in the Olympics. Bro, this man played like 10 years. Is he the straight. goat or
1: not? That's the suggestion. No He's not on. the goat right this okay, second. Okay, because I'm going to say, you got to be a real hater to watch 10 hours He's of the He's not the goat right this second. Is it really 17
2: seasons if you are a healthy scratch from games sitting on a sideline in a suit because you needed to take a break? But, But how often has he really done that, though? This season? Not much. The last 16? No, yes, he played sir. a lot of games. He did play in a lot of games, but how many times has he played in 82 games? Okay. It, it, okay.
1: Let's yes. Okay, oh, so it. I mean, so if he's not the GOAT, what is what is
0: it gonna take for LeBron to be the GOAT in
1: your opinion? Okay, here's the
0: thing. Let, let's just keep it real. Mm-hmm. In the eyes of the majority of basketball fans, mm-hmm. LeBron could never do anything to be the GOAT, in not my not, opinion. No, it's it's over. It's I, not. I, I am I right in that like yeah, yeah. nobody's.
1: If everybody's chasing the ghost of Michael Jordan. It's not gonna happen. Great. Like if you've been to 10 championships
0: and you've lost I, I agree. six of them. I agree. But and then so that's what I'm saying. Is that in everybody's eyes, he'll never be the goat. In, in my eyes, I think that if he ties MJ with championship rings, championship rings, he's he's gotta move into that conversation. Of let's really, really talk about it. But here's the thing: is that I know that I'm in a minority there because you're talking. You're talking. Let's say he wins the next two, so you're talking six for twelve against six for six. Yeah, but you got, but 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 that's what kills me about that conversation is that he made it to twelve titles. Yeah, MJ did not make it to twelve titles because yeah. he lost in earlier rounds. Like, do we? Like, is that comprehensible to people? That's fine. That's fine.
1: That's that's a, that's a great argument, but. Six for six is perfection. And look at the caliber I, of teams. That's, that's dumb. Look at I did cali- not like Look that, at the man.
2: caliber of teams that MJ lost to in the playoffs. And that. look at the cupcake squad road that LeBron has had to. Okay. It, okay. I mean, he's okay. not he's, he's not even people sniffing t- a real basketball
0: team until the conference people finals. People talk about uh, – okay, I can agree with that. But people talk about that Mavs title and how bad of a loss that was. But that Mavs team oh, beat – okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. R.I.P. Kobe. Right, let me let me say that first. R.I.P. Kobe. Mm-hmm. But that Mavs team beat the Thunder mm-hmm. with Harden, Westbrook, and Casey. Still wet behind
1: the ears. Go ahead. Go ahead. Wet behind the ears. Come so on. So
0: they they beat that Ma- that Thunder team.
1: Yeah.
0: They beat they beat Kobe, Almighty Kobe, Mister Five Rings, who everybody wants to throw in the conversation of greatness. I love mad respect for Kobe. R.I.P. That Mavs team beat both of those teams. Mm-hmm. And now, granted, I think that that Heat team, that's the worst loss that he's had in the championship. And that team still beat two great teams.
2: Am I right or am I right? The Mavs team wasn't as good on paper, but they were an overachieving bunch. I agree. Much much like... The debate about LeBron, he's never had any help, he just does it all by himself. He plays all my positions. I don't like that debate, you know. The media does that more than he does, I believe, and I don't like that. But most times when he's played, even when he was in Cleveland, with the exception of his first stint in Cleveland, if Matthew Delavadova is averaging 24 points a game in the playoffs, I don't care that his name is Matthew Delavadova. Nah, if you're overachieving, I know you don't believe
0: this. If you're overachieving, I don't know. I a a know team. you don't believe what he's saying. You, you don't know have, how bad those cast teams were.
2: They were, but the way they when they needed to turn it on, did they not turn it on? It, it, teams yeah. average ninety to
0: one hundred and ten points a game. Okay. LeBron can't score all the points. Of course not.
2: But the prevailing thing is LeBron is the goat because he's never had any help and he's drugged people, kicking and screaming by himself. But he's played with so many All Stars and so much help and. Again, that Mavs team, you already said, hey, this Mavs team was better than people thought they were. That yeah, was your thing, right? Yeah. So if a player is not listed as an all-star, but they're performing and putting up all-star caliber numbers when it matters, that is not the same thing as that you what you just said, <laughs> right about the Mavs. Come on. Same man. thing. Nah. I don't care what your name is. If you're giving me 20 points, you that's 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 help. You know what I'm saying? I, I will agree to his this first sit in Cleveland. Hot garbage. Like he drug, he drugged that team. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. The rest of it, he he had help. And MJ had help too. So this is my thought on it.
0: MJ Obviously, did have help.
2: I'm from Chicago. Oh, yeah. I mean, two of the greatest players in the world played on the same team. Now, Fact. I am diehard Chicago. I'm from Chicago. Like I I believe right I bleed Michael Jordan. Like, it's just there. LeBron is the GOAT in a different sense. There's an asterisk by his name. Oh, okay. LeBron is the greatest athlete to have ever played the game of basketball. He is what 6'8, 260. He can play all five positions. He can guard can all five positions. There. He can do everything. MJ is the greatest basketball
0: player to ever play the game of basketball. I I can I can agree with that. We can agree that. I mean, can we say that? Can we say that? Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Can we say that MJ is the greatest competitor of all time as well?
2: Yes. Because LeBron down.
0: is, in my opinion, not in that conversation. No, he's in, in the greatest competitor of all time. Soft, to me, it's like MJ, Kobe, like you look at these guys that like they go out every yeah. night and they're looking to absolutely kill you. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like and I, I think that I don't think that LeBron's in that conversation. I think and I think that's okay. LeBron is He's the he's the best teammate. Like he's the guy you want to play with
2: because he's gonna lift you up. He's gonna kick you the ball. Yeah. Like and he he said he he said many times like with the whole clutch debate. Like oh he passes the ball. Yeah. I don't agree with oh well I want to get my team going. I don't agree with that. If you need to score points, score points. And he can't. Now MJ was like hey I'm gonna kick you the ball but if you miss it guess what you ain't touch the ball again because I'm I'm not doing it I'm here to win. Yeah. And he had that killer attitude. LeBron is a team guy. Hey,
0: I can respect that.
2: And Jordan was a team guy too. He just did it. It just looked
0: different. Yeah. Like when you are out, like, I don't know. He said, I'm going to drag you to I thought he was gonna make Scotty Burrell cry like every five seconds that Scotty Burrell was on
2: that. MJ (laughs) said, I'm gonna drag you to greatness, whether you like it or not. True. And LeBron says, I want you to come with me to greatness. Uh,
1: See, that's a good point. That's good. That's, see, that just made Dave feel a little bit better. You <laughs> call LeBron great. No, I mean, hey, he, listen, he is great, bro. You cannot. The, the I biggest issue I have with LeBron,
2: arguably, is the media because they portray him a certain kind of way. He, if he wins the game, it's because he did everything by himself. He played all five positions. If he loses, it's because he has no help. Even if he's got Kyrie and Kevin Love on his team, like he oh, got he's playing with a bunch of.
1: dragon KCP. Dragging KCP That's earlier fine. this year. Every That's time okay. they lose, case it's KCP's fault. Hey, but when it was when it when when uh the Morris twin threw it out of bounds, it was his fault. Yeah. Every, and every, everybody, everybody, it's all like, but when you win, AD and LeBron, you see what Rondo yeah. did today, man. All everybody like yeah. KCP got dragged. Hey, if I was man. KCP, contract coming up, y'all got to pay me because I'm not listen. I'm not. I, I got to no deal more. with this. Yeah,
0: to deal with LA people. Yeah. yeah. No. Hey, he. I, I ain't gonna lie. I was on the the KCP drag train, and I will say that in the the playoffs, in the bubble overall, he played really well. And the person I thought was gonna step up did not, and that was Danny Green.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: you. I mean, a lot out of Danny Green. I, yeah. I mean, like, that's but work, I just right? but like he's J R Smith to know but, what goal he's shooting. On. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Danny Green played really well last year for the Raptors, but that's he also didn't true. have to do as much. Like yeah. I think that LeBron thought that he was really like going to be coming in and stepping mm-hmm. in that cap. That's he missed a couple yeah. bad shots, So I was like, "Come on, Danny Green, bro, this is your shot."
2: LeBron but. is is hyper talented. Like I said the media, I don't like the way they portray it, and I think that's more on them than on him. But at the same time, so I'm, I'm a Chicago dude. I, I, I fully believe LeBron is soft. Ooh. You are 6'8". Shoot. You are two sixty. That's a hot take. And right you flop. You take. flop like okay, flopping. You, you flop like you play soccer. Yeah. We all know the how, flopping is. We the all know how I feel I about the cramps in Miami. You had to get, <laughs> get carried off the floor. Nobody else got carried off the floor. Everybody else was still playing. Let's the see. AC was out. Cool, man. Like I. Okay, Paul Every Piers. high school basketball player in the state of Kentucky played. <laughs> that, that's, that's hot, <laughs> yeah, Every high school basketball player in the state of Kentucky plays in a gym with no AC. That's and it's, that's true. it's hotter than Hades in there. So, I mean, okay, your whole job is to be a professional athlete. You tell me you didn't
0: hydrate enough to not get cramps and you had to okay. get off the court. The flopping, I understand because that is the biggest piece of annoyance for me.
2: And he complains a lot. I can't deal with
0: the flopping, and yeah. The complaining, not really. but if we're talking about just him as a player, I agree. Greatest. <clears throat> He's got to be one of the greatest athletes of all time in I any think, sport.
2: Oh, yeah, hands down
1: in any sport. He's, which, which makes the criticism for him that much more fair because he, he's that much of a better athlete.
0: For sure. You're right, though. I, I understand what you're saying. Like, I get that portion a lot. But, like, my thing is is that in my lifetime and what I have seen in person, there's nobody been better. That's just mm-hmm.
1: me. <laughs> i mean, I just, then, then obviously you don't have YouTube. Yeah. I
0: mean, and but, obviously
1: obviously you can't you can't go back and watch it. You, YouTube's games. a
2: little bit different because you're not watching yeah, it. You're you're getting, like, and you're getting
1: and you're getting the best I, of it. And obviously, you know, obviously you're blind. You you, you missed ten <laughs> hours, you missed ten hours of a documentary this I, summer where the whole nation everything in the world it, stopped, but the only thing that was popping was Michael Jordan.
0: I, we talked about this. Days, so. like, I I said that MJ's the GOAT. But I'm just saying in my lifetime, if we could change GOAT to like greatest of my time, Gomped. They if, if we're talking Gompt, it's Dave LeBron. Born here you born. I was born in nineteen ninety two. Okay, so you were born in ninety two. So that means you had 92,
1: 93.
0: Uh, when 92 I was up he was a little too young. So you, baby. So yeah.
1: So like, I mean so I'm talking about the only my, time by the time you got to ninety eight you, you should have understood what you were watching. <laughs> by the time 98, you already knew what was happening. I was 6 point. in 98. Hey, you should have known what was popping at that point. Like, You had any interest in basketball? You should have been playing that little Chicago Bulls, starter intro music. You know it's, what I'm talking hey, about. Hey, the intro
0: music, though. I remember it's playing right. uh, upward basketball and coming out of the... <laughs> yeah, and going, I, and, I and I know you watched Space Jam, too. Right? I did watch so Space you Jam. You already knew what was popping. I knew what then. was popping on Space right? Jam.
1: And, and, your boy, and your boy LeBron, the only thing that he could do is try to remake Space Jam and ruin a classic. That's all you can try to do I, right
0: now. Look, look, can I go on the record and say something? Go Here, ahead. I do not I am nervous about the Space Jam movie. <laughs> Rook, listen,
1: <laughs> listen. listen, there there have been some terrible basketball movies that have come out. Thunderstruck featuring Kevin Durant. <laughs> Uncle Drew featuring oh, Kyrie Irving. Shit. And now Space Jam is going to add to the list. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like the the bar minimum for basketball movies, like with NBA players, should be Kazam with with Shaquille O'Neal. That's that's like the you got to if you if it's not going to be Kazam, get out of there. Don't don't do
0: it. Just, hey. I'm I'm nervous, bro, because I feel like he's gonna ruin it. And Space Jam is one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, ever. he
1: has no choice but to ruin it. You should not, you should never redo classic movies. Yeah, yeah, there that's should never a, be part two of like classic true. movies, yeah. and they have a part two. Usually, it flop. flop. Yeah, you're right. So, like, he shouldn't have made, he shouldn't have did a but He should have did his own thing, his own yeah. little world. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just another thing because it's another thing that we're gonna compare to Jordan. I know. And there's no, I'm telling you right now. I ain't even seen a commercial, a preview, or nothing. <laughs> it ain't it ain't touching Space
0: Jam. Yeah, me either it's it, a
2: wrap. It, and it's you say to compare to Jordan, and that's the thing. Really, is it's so hard to compare him to Jordan. They're not only because too, they're they're built different they, different, they play different, they play different positions, but the era that they play in is so different.
0: Yeah, I like, agree.
2: I I got a lot of pride in me. I'm a football player, like through and through, and I love playing basketball as well. But like back in the day, Jordan used to. Like, he come out with some UFC injuries taking it to the hole. And nowadays, nobody wants to get posterized. So, LeBron takes off from the three-point line, and you literally watch Moses part the Red Sea. Like, dudes just step back and say, oh. Whoa. And they're watching him bang one, and nobody's trying to get in the way. Like, Listen. they legit just – it's like the Cincinnati Bengals offensive line. When LeBron drives to the hole, they legit step back and watch it happen. Oh, it my gosh. He just shot another. And <laughs> I'm like oh
0: – how, My pride will not let me let somebody do this while I'm watching. Bro, but I'm gonna tell you right now, I play college football. I'm a big dude. I have no problem banging in the paint, whatever. If I see Devon coming down the lane, if if <coughs> I see let me let me say let me let me even take a step back because six 6'8. If I see somebody that I think has the potential to dunk on me, I am moving out the way to enjoy to watch that dunk let me, let me, because your boy big dave is listen. not gonna be on somebody let me let me hear, take hear, this. let watch me watch people take dunk this. on tv I've,
2: i and i told y'all last night i've never once been dunked on and okay. it is 100 percent pride okay. because if you dunk on me you're going to wear me as a cape when you do it. I will hang on you, and if you can no. dunk with 200 listen, no, pounds on it, you thing. deserve it, and I'm gonna
1: I'm going cool to talk, talk from experiences with someone who's been dunked on before. All right, You play this game long enough, you're going to get posterized. It's you know, going to happen. I ain't got no pride. Look, look, I ain't got no shame in saying it. I've been boomed on a couple times.
0: But I got, I got hey, who's the best player to ever boom on you?
1: I know plenty of people to try. I'll be not gonna go there. Listen, hey, who's <laughs> the best player that ever boomed on you? I need to know. Shout out to EKU Marcus Lewis. But hey, look, listen, Marcus. I know you listen to this. <laughs> I got you first, though. I got you first. I've been boomed on more people than I've been boomed on. All right. Okay. Okay. But you gotta listen. You know when it's about to happen. So you, there's mm-hmm. either two ways. Two ways you get dumped on. Okay. Either you get caught slipping. Mm-hmm. Or. The dude's just more athletic than you, right? He so did. I mean, so either either way, like the the second but, way you're going up there, you but you, you, you gotta make an effort, right? You got to, like you can't. Are, just, are you on the same page? You can't you just was... step out of the way. You got. to I make know, a, but, a,
0: here's but here's the difference.
1: So, here's the, here's the, I'll, I'll be I'll be honest, and, and I know my coaches from from previous years. I, I'm not playing no more, so I can't. I, you can't run me no more, coach. Listen, I have stepped out of the way. Sometimes, <laughs> I, I miss some <laughs> people. There's, there's been some people that, that I knew it was about to happen. Like I did, I did. Like I, I knew I was gonna be late to the situation, and I ain't playing that good defense, coach. I'm not trying to get out. I'm not. I mean, if you, I'm like, not taking a charge, bro. Remember when we you, played at the blue courts in Lexington, and I ooped you to that dude, and you boomed on. If
2: if you if you're late rotating or something like that, like I understand, but if you there. I'm
1: telling you that And you in the lane. Listen. You listen, cannot listen, just listen. step out the There's way. a difference between having you in the lane and you got to run and start to try to block somebody going full speed at you. There's only a few things you can do. And I'll be honest with you, if you Google my name right now, you'll find a picture <laughs> of a dude from University of Miami that he missed the dunk. I try to foul the crap out of him when they when they in the air. I'm not I'm not even going for the ball. I'll get the intentional foul before you get me on a because that dude he gave me a bloody nose and I, I hope you listen to this because that was so disrespectful. And I try to I am not gonna lie to you. I try to take him out that day. I was I was I, I not I, today, Satan. I gave him a people's elbow and I try I try to take him. I try to so, take him out and I so do it again
2: too. So we're saying. In some situations, you step out the way. Oh, yeah. For, for so,
1: sure. What you going to say? What you going so what so, to Listen,
2: so, listen, listen. This listen. is my question, though. So what's the difference between now and when MJ played? Because you didn't see – listen, everybody in the world knew. Social media. M- everybody Social no, media. everybody I, in listen, the world knew. Right MJ now, is about to boom on me. Everybody in the world, everybody no, no, in the stadium, no, no, no. everybody because, in the streets. because, because here's like,
1: like, nobody stepped out of the way and let MJ do see, it. But you only going to see it like three times for, for the rest of the month. Yeah. On social media, it's that joint's getting replayed millions of times. If you get if LeBron James got dunked on right now in at, at, at a, at a random park, Bruh.
0: that's
1: going everywhere. And he, so, so, you think social media is I think has social
0: media had a big change the
1: culture of basketball.
0: But here's so the that other
2: dudes though, don't
1: want to get boomed on. Let me, let me, I will purposely not make like right, they now, will not make the effort because I, they I, don't want to reset. Yes, and because when I was coming up, like I graduated in 15, so like. Social media was just starting to make like like Twitter was just starting to make like a little boom, and Instagram was just starting to get up like. But if if it's at the level it is today, heck yeah! I'm I'm rolling ankle before I get boomed on. Like I'm not the way. What you mean? Like I'm not about to get dunked. Like Uh, like good defense only has you only so. How many hollows do you see a good defense? It's, it's a good block. Yeah. And if you block it, yeah, you it's, it's forever. forever. Like you said, it's gonna happen eventually. As long you play this oh, game, for sure. Long but you, long you just play play make football. sure, make sure yeah. he barely get it, like he slipping in. Yeah. If it's one of them ones where you fall backwards and you in the stance, or you hit if you hit in the back of the pad like this, yeah, you're done. <laughs> like, that's when you know you got boom. If you go backwards, you got it's boom over. Boom. But if you go, if you push, if you push him backwards, yeah, you, you did something. Let, let me add a
0: hot take here too, though, is that in my opinion, and I, I I think that there's a large majority that would agree with me, is that basketball players back in the day were not as athletic as they are now. I'm not saying they weren't as tough. Like I think the toughness was there. But I think that when you look uh, at it's, it's just diff- different, they train different. I agree. They, they,
1: and that's that's completely that that just that pissed
0: a little bit on. I don't know if it's like I agree that. to an extent. But let me let me let me finish this that like when I look at like the pistons, like back in the day, so like you look at the Pistons that won, like in the early 2000s. Like you have Ben Wallace, a super athletic center, you know, defensive tough guy. You know, yeah. you got Jason Max Yeah, and I'm I'm comparing Pistons here. So, Jason yeah. uh, I'm I'm thinking as athletic, like he he naming alpha athletes and said, Tayshaun Tayshaun Prince. I, I'm trying to get some some athletic guys, but hold up. And then you got a guy. You go back 12, 13 years before, and you got Bill Lambeer, who his his only option on defense. It's to break your face. Yeah, Bill, Bill
1: Bill Lambeer was on some other stuff. Like Bill Lambeer should have got he should have got a, felony. <laughs> he got a he got, felony. He
0: should've got a training. He should have got a felony for some he something. He should have got misdemeanor charges after every yeah, game. For sure.
2: I'm gonna say maybe maybe not quite a hot take, but a warm take. Warm is, take is what you were saying. It's because I think they're allowed to be more athletic, the way the systems are run now. Sure. And of, With course, the spread. The, of course the training and that stuff, it 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 adds to it. Right. But I think you just saw more of it because back then it was – that was okay. So we were talking about the combine for football earlier. Back then was game, game tape.
0: Like, Absolutely. Like dudes is trying hard. And you weren't seeing the highlight, highlight tape yeah, on. Nowadays Self-media you see
2: hour. the combine. Yeah. So you see the athleticism. It's like the All-Star game. Like you yeah. see athleticism and all these things, and it looks cool, ooh and ah. But there's less – And it's replayed all the time. There's less stuff. defense. So I think you see more athleticism but because – But I don't
0: really think that there's – I mean,
2: listen. Draymond Green is like seen as one of the better Which defenders. Which my mind. He's seen as one of the better defensive players in the league right now, and Draymond Green cannot hold Dennis Rodman's jock jockstrap. That's a fact. I'm 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 with that. I'm like literally, just and people think that he's great, and they say that he might be a Hall of Famer. I, I, See, that's he, the thing. That's the
1: that's another. He don't thing. even deserve to stand listen, next to him. Right. I and I know we gotta go commercial break soon. But let me tell you this, okay. That's the thing, that y'all always saying we played with the greatest player of all, like one of the greatest players of all time, Scotty Pippen. Dennis Rodman was on his team, I think. Dennis Dennis Rodman, Dennis Rodman, the same dude that went to that got drafted out of JUCO and NAIA. He school, was a janitor too. The dude was a was janitor, so you had the janitor and yeah, Scotty Pippen, who was the ball boy, yep. the janitor and the ball boy. You yeah, gonna pick them yeah, in the same I... conversation? With some of LeBron's teammates, the janitor and the ball boy. Kyrie Irving been preparing for this his whole life. His whole life, mm-hmm. right? Kevin Love was preparing for this his whole. I'm a Cavs fan to the day I die. I'm letting you know right now, like like Chris Bosh, mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade, all them they've been pre- they've been prepping for this since mm-hmm. the day they came out. And Ugh. the janitor and the ball boy, stop. Like, bro. listen, before like five years before Dennis Rodman was winning championships, he was stealing stuff out of an airport. You heard, you saw the documentary. I but did you, see the documentary. The, the dude was 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 in in airport jail. You mm-hmm. come on, come on, Dave. Come, like, right. all of a sudden, you think, so, think peak about, capital, that's the peak dude. So, think about this. How many future Hall
2: of Famers? Because people always say, oh, well, LeBron's beat so many Hall of Famers. He them Ain't none of them been in the Hall of Fame yet. So, boo on that conversation, true. all about it. But how many future Hall of Famers do you believe he has played alongside? Five. How many future Hall of Famers do you think Jordan played alongside? Three. But who had
0: help? But here's They the, both had help, uh-huh. but that you just said but it. But Paxton and Kerr made big shots, and uh-huh. they're a Hall of Famers. But what I'm saying is – Daryl Smith has made big shots. What? Matthew DelVadova has made big shots. But they didn't win titles together. No, 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 no. That's a – no, we, we ain't going there on that. Just he because he lost the title don't mean people didn't make big shots. I agree, but it's like they won titles. Ray Allen. I know, but that's why I hate the Ray Allen comment because Paxton won those – one games too. Yeah. And Kerr won games too. So well, he played you can with, miss he, me on that. He
2: played with a lot of future Hall of Fame. Alright, all, right, all
0: right, all right. so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a break. You're gonna hear a little bit of our uh, from our sponsors, and we're gonna come back and we're gonna switch gears, talk about something else. MJ's the goat. MJ is the goat. Let's go to break before
1: I that's the last thing I want. MJ's a goat. We're going to break.
0: For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Does that phrase ring a bell? Forever Blessed, F-R-V-R-B-L-S-D, isn't just a shirt, hoodie, hat, sweatshirt you wear.
1: It is a brand with a purpose. It's a constant reminder that God has a plan for you and that you are forever blessed. Shop the collection with Forever Blessed at www.frvrblsd2911.com.
0: Alright, so we back from our break. Like I said, we we gonna transition a little bit. We everybody got their little two cents in on the go conversation, blase, blase. So what we're gonna talk about right now is obviously Devon and I, if you've listened to the last few episodes, if you've listened to the last like six months worth of, worth of episodes, you've heard us talking a little bit about like where we are with everything. We talk about COVID, we talk about politics, everything like that, state of our nation, etc. Uh right now you know today's today's october 25th we're a little over a week out from the election um and here we are we're we're in the midst of everything it's kind of wild so kind of just wanted to pose like you know how are y'all feeling right now i'll go first listen go
1: ahead first off i am so glad that the election season is almost over. Mm, amen. I feel like we've been doing this for four mm. years. since mm-hmm. I think it was like November 8th is when we found out that President Trump won. Mm-hmm. And since November 9th, everybody has been like on a four-year campaign to do whatever they can to either defend him or get him out of there. Right. And so I'm like, listen, finally we're going to have answers because we're going to find Maybe. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Dave. You're going to have good 2020, bro. we gonna we gon' finally we gonna we're gonna have some answer. And we either we're gonna do this for another four more years or we're gonna try something different. But man, I'm I'm excited that it's on that it's that it's over. Still got a lot of questions in here about some things, but yeah, I I'm I'm fine. I'm fine. Like that's that's the thing. Like I I am not stressing out about this. I, I don't care I don't care what, what Ice Cube's doing. I don't care what Fifty Cent's doing. <laughs> I know that they got one vote just like me. Facts. And mm-hmm. listen, I'm just putting a I'm putting a vote and we just gonna it is what it is at that point.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, so. What about you, John? What's up, man?
1: I mean
2: <clears throat> election years are just crazy in general. Yeah. Um you know, my thought process is honestly this it makes me sad that these are the two best candidates. You know, like 2016, I was like uh, seven something billion people on this planet. And these are the two people that we could put forth, honestly. And then 2020 came around and was like, hey, 2016, hold my beer. Facts. And it got worse. And I think there's a little bit more steam on Trump's side because he has done some good policy things in the last four years. Like before, I, I legitimately thought Hillary Clinton was the only person that could not beat this man. Like Mayor McCheese could have ran against Donald Trump in 2016 and won. But they put up the only person they couldn't. And then now this year, it's a little bit different. There's a little bit more involved because, albeit he has foot and mouth disease, like, real bad, he has done a few good things policy-wise. So there's a little bit more momentum there, I think. But, man, being a Holy Spirit-filled believer in this election season, I mean, even for the last, shoot, couple decades, honestly, like, politics, they don't even tell you what they stand on anymore. Yeah. It's – Especially now, like, I don't even watch the debates because the the parts I do watch is just two old men yelling at each other. I could go to any nursing home and see that. Like, they're not – they're just saying, you are no, you're a piece of scum. No, you're a grumpy old man. Yeah, like, (laughs) just going back and forth. And I'm sitting here like, okay, what do you stand for? Like, that's what I want to know. And we haven't been able to really get that out of politicians in years. So, as a Holy Spirit-filled believer, man, I just – I listen to what I need to listen to. I try to, to glean like the main stance points. Like, Hey, this is what I stand for. This is what I want to do. And then I pray and I pray in the spirit and I spend time with God and I ask for spiritual understanding and wisdom and guidance and say, Hey, where am I supposed to go? Neither candidate is perfect, but one of them has to be there, you know? So it's not even like, Hey, this is the right choice. Like which one is the right one for the times that we're in to help usher in. The second coming, because I fully believe it's coming soon in our generation. So, hey, what do do I need to do? The Holy Spirit knows way more than me. So I just I give it to him. I do a little bit of research here and there to be educated. But then I, I let that spiritual understanding come and say, okay, what am I supposed to do? Who am I supposed to vote for? Where am I supposed to go? Sure. And then I let it ride at that. And like you said, I got one vote just like everybody else. So whether you like or hate who I vote for, I got one vote. So if they won, you can't be mad at me because obviously more than just me voted for them.
1: Yeah. So, so you a youth pastor? Yes, sir. Right, youth minister, youth pastor. What What's you going on go eight by? years. You go by youth pastor, youth minister. What you go by youth pastor. Youth pastor. Okay. So you shepherding the flock over there. That's, that's right. right. So none of these kids got to vote. Nope. Okay, but they all heavily influenced by the things that's going on. And mm-hmm. They they see it now I mean, more than ever. Yeah. Oh yeah. So do you have conversations with your with your uh? your students about what's going on yeah definitely
2: i mean I, I let them know like hey this is it it's crazy because you're not going to get the truth there's so much different information out there you know my pastor had said on a sunday you know back when he was younger you do a book report right mm-hmm. you go to the library you get an encyclopedia small amount of information but hyper accurate and nowadays you have a wealth of information but it's so inaccurate because anything you want to believe or stand on, you can find something to back you up on it. So I, I let them know, like, hey, listen, th- you got to get in the word. You got to be prayed up because mm. he's going to give you understanding. Sure. Having that discernment is what separates a believer from a non-believer. It really is. I can see through all the smoke that you, you're stuck in. You're sitting here in this fog, not knowing where to go and what to, to listen to. But I can see all this fog and the Holy Spirit can pull stuff
0: out and say, hey, this is what you need to focus on. This is what you need to pay attention to. For sure. Yeah, I agree. And, like, I think it's so important, too, mm-hmm. like, and, and one thing that, you know, I would encourage a lot of, like, youth pastors, other pastors in general to think through is, like, like the worst possible thing we can do is give the information. Right. Like ourselves, because, again, like you said, especially with a lot like outside I'm talking like non-biblical information is mm-hmm. like there's so much. And, and when you are in a position of of uh, pastoral leadership, you're looked upon to lead and to guide. And when you provide information that may or may not be correct, mm-hmm. it harms your witness. Yeah. Right. So the most important thing we can do is point people to the word, point people to to scriptures, point people to praying and seeking discernment and wisdom and understanding because, like, those things, like, the things in the in the Word, the 66 books, like, those are things we know to be true. And we can have, mm-hmm. hey, this might mean this, this might mean that, but, like, like, we know at the core what it means and what we're looking at, mm-hmm. and, like, that's what I want. Like, that's what I want from... You know, my pastor, that's what I want from the the people that are going to lead my children is that they're pointing them to to the word and to scripture Mm -hmm. to say, hey, look, yes, it is important for us to engage. You know, we talked about that with Daniel a couple episodes. Like it is important for us to engage Mm -hmm. in politics and and, and community and civic and involvement, things like that. That's that's important stuff. But like if we can't do it from the lens of the word and from Mm -hmm. the lens of the Holy (sighs) Spirit and scriptures, it's like we cannot do a good job at that as believers without that first piece. And that's what yes. we should be encouraging youth, but we should be encouraging every single church, order, mm-hmm. you know, Christian to think through and process through is that like, that's what we're called to. And then like, like go love people mm-hmm. with that Amen. and like move on. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's all we can do. Amen. And, and like you said, if, if your candidate wins or loses at the end of the day, God is sovereign. Like that's like God is still God is still on the throne. <laughs> and 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 if you're sitting in in your car today, if you're sitting on your couch, if you're whatever you're doing, washing dishes, and you're thinking, oh my gosh, what happens if blank wins? Whether it's the incumbent, whether it's the you know challenger, if you're thinking that and you're a Christian, just know that like god is sovereign Mm -hmm. and even if that's if the if the other person wins or if your person wins they're a sinful being that they're gonna make mistakes Mm -hmm. and that like we have to be okay in knowing that like we still have a job to do Mm -hmm. and that job is to love others and teach them and show them the love of christ Mm -hmm. and like that is important And, and like Devin, uh, a couple months ago, put out a a social media witness guide and and things like that. And we've been talking through that and processing through that, trying and failing at that. Like, I'm the first to admit I've been there, done that, failed at it, repented, Mm -hmm. failed at it again, repented again. Like, I'm here to tell you that I admit my mistakes. But, like, I understand and I know that, like, the most important thing I can do is show people love and grace and say look like here's what i believe but i'm gonna love you anyway and like i'm gonna call it a day at that right Mm -hmm. and this in this last what nine days eight days nine days you know as we lead into the election is like that's what i'm really trying to harbor Mm -hmm. because outside of that sinfully, what i want to do is harbor all this resentment and harbor all this anger that even people that are Voting for whoever I might vote for it, yes. that I'm going to feel some type of way about. It's just that's what I want to see. I want to see mm-hmm. Christ coming out of me, not yeah. me bashing the candidate or bashing the process or whatever. Like,
2: And that, that's what needs to come out of the pulpit. Something I love that my pastor does is he doesn't tell me his opinion on things. He tells me what the Holy Spirit tells him to tell the church. So he tells me what the word says. This is what the Holy Spirit has been speaking to me. And he shares that sans opinion. So it's not, hey, I think you should do this. Yeah, This is what the Holy Spirit is saying. Go home. Be like the Bereans. Search the word. Get in your prayer time. Figure out what he's telling you to do. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, you can be super smart. You cannot be super smart. You can be well-versed or not. But the Holy Spirit has... The answer for what we need to do, because when we look at it right now, we're like, well, (laughs) neither one of them's good. Like neither option is is a great option, honestly. So the Holy Spirit knows; He knows what's in the background. He knows how everything's going to play out. He knows what we need to get to that point for the second coming. Yeah. So let me let me ask
1: you this question. So, as a pastor, like, like, do you plan on voting? Oh, yes sir okay so that's this that's a that's a big thing so is, you think is like what, what would you say to someone who decides they don't want to participate in this year's like they don't want to vote so what like is that are you is that a good thing I bad mean, thing I, it doesn't have you don't have an opinion like what do you think
2: i understand the the thought process of i just don't want to participate in it yeah but especially you know from my perspective as the church The church not participating in elections is what got a whole lot of bad stuff to happen in the country. Because they're like, well, I don't like anybody, so I'm just going to stay home. Or I don't have understanding because they didn't know to seek spiritual understanding. So they're like, well, I don't know what either one stands for. I don't know which one's better, so I'm going to stay home. When you throw away your vote by not going, to me, personally, you don't have the right to complain, one, about who wins. And you, I mean, you can share your opinion, but you need to do it in a strictly just, this is what I think kind of way. You can't be super hyped up about something that you didn't participate in. Yeah. You know, but you got to vote. You have to share your vote. It is your power, you know, and it's, it's a little bit different in the U.S. because we're a democratic republic. Mm -hmm. So we have the electoral system and stuff like that, but it's your job to go out there and be active. You know, so me saying, Well, I just don't want to vote, I'm just gonna stay home or whatever would be like me being introverted and saying, Well, I'm not gonna go preach the gospel to people, I'm just gonna stay home.
1: Yeah, so that's kind of gets into like my next thing I'm gonna ask you. So, like <clears throat> a lot of people, I see Christians in particular, like I'm now we're talking to Christians, right? They feel like their vote is what's going to either invoke evil on this country or prohibit evil on this country? Sure. So, like, how would you respond to someone feeling that the weight of their vote is that heavy? I would guide
2: them to the word. I mean, if you look at the world right now and you see what's going on, it's literally a checklist in Revelations. Like, we know the end times is coming. We we know we're smack in the middle of it. We know it's going to get worse because that's what the Bible says.
1: And See, see now, see now. You you, you got some. You got some. My Presbyterian and some my my uh, my post mill people out there. They got them kind of upset. Uh, But go ahead. We'll let you. We'll let you continue with the story. I'm. I'm gonna speak the truth,
2: brother. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I, I believe the Bible cover to cover. So everything that's (laughs) in it, I believe it. And it's one of those like your vote. Is it? We know it's gonna get worse. I've read. I I I cheated. I read. I read the end of the book. I know what (laughs) happened. So if you've read your Bible, if you're in the word and you, you read it and you understand it, like there's nothing you can do. Yeah. There's no vote that you can cast that's going to stop evil from happening because it says it's going to get worse. Good will be called evil. Evil will be called good. We see all the stuff with the pedophilia rings and child trafficking and, and stuff. And then you got people doing TED talks saying all oh, pedophilia is actually a sexual orientation and all this craziness. And it's, you hate Christians because you think they're judgmental, but then you, We have scientists saying, oh, well, love is love, and you can be 30 and love a five-year-old, and that's okay. Good is called evil. Evil is called good. We're right in it. There's nothing that we can do vote-wise that's going to stop the end times from coming. It's going to stop the Antichrist from eventually coming to stop the second coming of Jesus, the rapture. There's nothing you can do. Mm -hmm. So pray for spiritual understanding. Pray for wisdom. Do what the Spirit leads you to do
0: and know that God is God. And, and so, I think it's okay, real quick, sorry, I just want to yeah. add in on that. Like, like I think it's okay for people to understand as well that like one person might be led to vote differently. And like like that's okay. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like just like you said, like there there is no right or wrong answer. We're in the wrong. And the best thing we can do is try to operate in the right way that we feel led to. Mm-hmm. And, like, we all make different decisions, right? Like, what, what I what I can't deal with, and this is, you see it on both ends of this, this spectrum, is that you can't be a Christian if you do blank, right? Like, I have heard people uh, over the course of the last couple of years say that they didn't think that Christians could send their kids to public school. I'm like... So homeschooling is the only answer. And now I say that like we are homeschooling our kids, but like that's our choice. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not going to sit here and say that somebody sends their kids to public school or, or Christian school or whatever. Like, like that's, that's stupid. And, and then you guys both have mentioned this is that you get one vote. Like everybody else. And yes, those votes accumulate. And if you can, you know, win these populations and blah, 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 yeah. like it's one vote, mm-hmm. like vote or not. Like, Do the best thing that you feel led to. Mm -hmm. And and don't get me wrong. I called Devin last week and told him, like, bro, there's a part of me that just doesn't even want to participate. And and it's just because, like. You feel like you're going to be judged solely on that one vote. Exactly. And I I say that as a person that's guilty of judging other people Mm -hmm. for that vote and for that defense of whatever vote it is. On either side of the spectrum. And I I think the
1: the, the important part is I'm not morally responsible for the actions of said candidate that I vote for. Mm -hmm. So if I think that said candidate is going to stand on policies that I think are the most loving towards his neighbor, but that candidate acts morally reprehensible. Okay, like mm-hmm. I need to get like, does some disgusting acts while they are in position. One, God, they're first accountable to God. Mm-hmm. And two, like, yeah, then, yeah, I need, they also need to get out. I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with you. Yeah, what, we, well, we can't
0: continue to defend their morality because mm-hmm. we don't know them. Yeah, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Whoever it is, like, if you're listening to this and you're in your brain, you're triggered to say, like, oh, that's got, they got to be talking about this person, they got to be talking about yeah. that. Like, it doesn't matter. Look at across the board. Look at down to your mayor of your county, down to the president of your school board that your kids go to, all the way up to the president of the United States, the prime minister of Great Britain. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Like, these are morally corrupt people just like we are and were before Christ. Mm -hmm. And like... We have to understand that we cannot put expectations upon them mm-hmm. of Christians if they're not. And if they mm-hmm. are and they claim to be, then, yeah, should sure, they have that accountability? But it's to God. Yeah. And and just like in your church, when you have people that spat in your church mm-hmm. and if it's towards you, hey, you try to work it out, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But, like, who ends up handling that stuff in the church? Your leadership team, your pastor. And, like, that's a thing between them and God, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so like I say all that to say in in like summation is that like we cannot put our stock and our hope and our everything that we think being consumed by these politicians and their policies yeah. and whatever. Mm-hmm. Because like the best thing we can do is 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 be spirit led, vote mm-hmm. the best way we know how, or don't vote. Yeah. I encourage you to act to engage, but like if you don't, you don't, yeah. And so
1: that's why that's that kind of leads to my point that I want to ask you, John. Is that so you just said some scary stuff to the listeners, right? Yeah, like the end times mm-hmm. you start mentioning mm-hmm. rap story, and people get scared about that, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we got about uh, we're gonna wrap this up in about 10 more minutes, right? Yeah, so what is you? i mean, floor is yours. What is our hope? In the next couple of weeks, while we while we wait for election results, what is our hope? I mean, our hope is that
2: God is still God; He is on the throne, no matter what happens. And if if you're if you're the church, if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your hope is that you're going to heaven. Mm. Like I don't care you're what ha- sound effects. I don't care what happens <laughs> down here. You go to heaven. And I mean, perfect opportunity. If you're not, if you have not ever heard the gospel, you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'll leave my number on this podcast. You can call me, I'll tell you how to do it. Go ahead. Listen,
1: what's the, what's, what is, so we talked about the hope and you mentioned the gospel. Mm All right. Explain the gospel for people who've never heard it on this podcast. The gospel for dummies. If if for some reason they've been listening to this podcast and they must have missed out (laughs) on it at some point in time. I mean, right. In the other 50-something episodes that we yeah. had, explain them what the gospel I mean, is.
2: the way that I explain it in the simplest form, like to people that really just have no background, they don't understand. You know, theology 101, good comes from God, bad comes from the devil. You know, so God loves you. God loved you so much, he sent his own son to save you. And when you think about this, Jesus was here. Every single person he talked to, every single person he healed, every single person he did anything with, was a sinner. Why? Mm-hmm. Because he hadn't died yet. There was no salvation. Nobody was saved. Nobody was better than the other. It was out, everybody was a sinner. But he still did that for them. So if you if you don't go to church, if you've done bad things in your past, it doesn't matter, because when he first came, everybody was in the same boat, and then he died. He rose again because he loved us. He went down. He had to die because when he died, the devil lost. The devil thought he won because he said, hey, I killed Jesus. Like, this guy that's healing and doing all these things, he's not here anymore. But it would have been better for the devil to leave Jesus alive because now every single believer, every single person that accepts him as their Lord and Savior can do those same things. Jesus is on the inside of them. So now instead of having one dude to deal with, you got Hundreds and hundreds of thousands and thousands of people that can all spread the gospel and do the same thing. Mm -hmm. God loves you. I don't care what you've done. The thief on the cross next to Jesus had lived a life worthy of being crucified. I mean, that was the worst punishment back then. Mm -hmm. Like this dude was being crucified next to Jesus. So his life led was worthy of being crucified. Mm -hmm. And he repented. Basically, right then, because he was afraid of what was going to happen. And Jesus told him, you're going to dine with me in paradise tonight. Mm. I don't know how much longer that guy lived. But, I mean, if he lived for 30 more seconds, he literally, the last 30 seconds of his life, was all it took for him to go to heaven and be with Jesus in paradise. That's how much Jesus loves you. It doesn't matter what you've done, who you voted for, anything, all of that stuff. He loves you, and he wants you to know that he loves you. And that's my thing. Like, I want you to know that God loves you, and he wants you to be with him. He doesn't want anybody to perish, but he wants you to be with him. And it's so simple, and you don't have to be perfect. You don't. I mean, the ho- when we were talking about political candidates and stuff, the Holy Spirit brought up King David to me. What does the Bible say about King David? He was a man after God's own heart. Like, that's the utmost compliment, right? But he still messed up, didn't he? hmm I mean, he still messed up big. Yeah. The
0: Bible is full of people that were messed
2: up. We're all born with a blood disease called sin from the beginning in the garden. It came into the world. We're all born with that blood disease. We're going to mess up. You're not responsible for someone else making a mistake, no matter how godly they are. King David was one of the best, you know, but he still made mistakes because we're human. You come back from those mistakes. You repent for those mistakes and you try. That's all you can do is try. You're not going to hit perfection. It's a constant process. But when you have hope that God loves me and there's some place after this, I mean, I'll tell people straight up, before Jesus got a hold of me, I was hell on wheels with a turbocharger. I was angry. I was violent. I cussed worse than anybody you know. I was not somebody you wanted to be around. I mean, I was angry for no reason. I don't know why. I fought all the time. Like, it was just, it was just there. And then when Jesus got a hold of me, man, stuff just started falling off, but I'm not perfect. You know, I still, I still get aggressive sometimes. I mean, I still, I might judge somebody or I might say something disrespectful or unloving or, you know, something that it just happens because that's my flesh. But now I'm pointed toward the hope. Mm. I'm no longer pointed toward hopelessness. So I know, Hey, even though I messed up, guess what? I can be better. I can get in my word. I can be led by the Spirit. And I see in there growth and progress. Because I know where I came
0: from, to where I am now. Mm. And if I can do it, you can do it. And not just you. Not you, but God through you, Yes. through the Holy Spirit, facts. Yes. Repent and believe for the gospel is at hand. Mm. Yes. And
2: it, I mean, it it says in, like, listen, bro, everything is happening like a checklist. I, I'm telling you. Over in Israel, the ritual baths are being filled, foxes on the Temple Mount, like, you name it, stuff is just checking off. Like, and the Bible says the generation that sees Israel become a nation will not pass away before all is fulfilled. That generation is, you know, mid-70s right now. Like, it's coming. And, you know, it's not like... To scare anybody, it's not escapism
0: necessarily. It's like, like fire and brimstone. It's yeah, just no, like... it,
2: but it's, it's going to get bad. And the nobody Bible knows says, the time. Yeah, the, the Bible yeah. says the rapture is signless. But the second coming has many signs. And all those signs are boom, 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 boom down the road. You can see the second coming is coming. And we know the rapture happens before the second coming. So it's signless, but we know it's before he comes again, and we know he's coming again soon. You know, you explain it like labor pains. You're not in labor for nine months when you're pregnant you go in labor when it gets close and then discomfort starts happening what are we seeing we're seeing pandemics that's in the that's in revelations we're seeing all this craziness go on nation against nation which is literally interpreted in the bible as ethnicity versus ethnicity we see all the racism stuff going on so we're seeing the labor pains and as you get closer to birth they get closer together and more intense so it's gonna start happening and he's coming back soon and I, I don't want to scare anybody. I just want you to know I love you and Jesus loves you.
1: Jesus and you loves can, you more than what we could love and, exactly. and, and I
2: don't care who you are. If I don't know you, Like I promise you, I'll leave my phone number and you could call me from anywhere in the world that you listen into this and say, hey, I need Jesus. Cool, I got you, bro, because when I get to heaven, I want to be able to shake your hand.
0: I don't want to know that you didn't make it. For sure. And, and I think it's so important. Like I, I want to I just piggyback on you for one second It's like i think that like the generation prior to ours grew up especially in the south on that like fire and brimstone mm-hmm. mentality and like i want you to know that like that's not at all what he's saying like what what john is talking about is that like we could have said this a hundred years ago and and, and john is, is spot on but like we could be saying this a hundred years from now Mm-hmm. is that the end times are coming like i've always heard this statement that's really helped me out in biblical terms is that like we're living in the middle of pre-revelation mm-hmm. times like the bible is is done being written right like the bible has been written mm-hmm. however like we're still in the midst of that timeline right mm-hmm. like that that's a really long timeline come to the end of the church anyway. and like we can and we can stop the bible just before revelation and like that like big time gap whether it's Five years from, you know, the pre-Revelation times, or 5,000 years. Mm -hmm. Like, what the the point is, is that, like, understand that, like, this life is short. It's a vapor Mm -hmm. in in the fact that we have an opportunity to know the Savior of the world. And, like, you can do that. You know what I'm saying? And, like, in the midst of this election season, like, we can know as believers. Or if you want to become a believer, you can know that there's hope. And it's not in your favorite politician, your sports team, whatever it might be. It's not there, but it's in Christ and we can have that peace. And so, Mm -hmm. John, thank you so much for being on this podcast, bro. Thanks for having me, bro. This has been a joy that I cannot explain. Like, I appreciate you, Dev. Appreciate you. Any final words?
1: Nothing much, man.
0: Go out, vote for your candidate, and may the odds be in your favor.
1: <laughs>
2: you know what The Hunger Games. <laughs> you know what the Hunger Games? Have hope and peace. Mm. Go Grace bold, and peace. Find Find Jesus if you ain't found him. My phone number is 502-572-5634. it. With the I number. He you, dropped the number. I promise you. 502-572-5634. At BC Superman four. on Instagram.
0: If you need Jesus. John Lee coast on Facebook. Will, I will give you everything that I got. David Dead Podcast. All right, peace. Peace. Who's